With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew that State Attorney General... Eric Schneiderman would be taking care of business for New York City. And right now on the line is Ken Lovett. He, of course, is the Daily News Albany Bureau Chief, covered, what, five governors and covered a bunch of attorney generals. And and Ken, welcome to the broadcast. It's good to be here. So tell me about this. He actually is helping New York City retail now by this uh, Simon Property revision of contract? Yeah, basically, Simon Property owns um, Woodbury Common, the outlet mall, very popular outlet outlet center up in uh, Orange County. A lot of people travel from New York City to go shopping there. So um, the contracts with a lot of the stores at Woodbury Common, there's a uh, basically a non-compete clause, I guess you could almost call it, with that they cannot open stores within a 60-mile radius of Woodbury Common. That, of course, covers uh, New York City. Um, so stores such as, uh, you know, Kate Spade or Gucci or, you know, or uh, others would really have to have permission to go against that. And what it really does is it makes it more difficult for other developers to open these kind of outlet centers within New York City. Because if the stores can't move and or can't open up uh, uh, other stores in the, within the city, it's hard for them to uh, develop. Now, obviously, you walk down a city street and most of the storefronts are closed. They're out of business. Is this part of why or is there something deeper as to why some of businesses are leaving New York? Well, I think they were. I think the rents are the biggest part of why people are leaving New York. The rents are so high that the places just can't afford it anymore. Uh, but this certainly didn't help, and the uh, attorney general said that it was uh, anti-competitive. It went against anti-competitive laws, and uh, you know, uh, Simon Property, on the other hand, denied a lot of uh, what was going on. They said that they didn't do anything wrong. That that the 60-mile radius restrictions were in the contract since 1984 and they or 86, and they didn't uh, purchase Woodbury Commons till 2004. They said they've granted exceptions in the past. But what this will do, this uh, agreement, is it'll make it easier for uh, more outlet centers to open within New York City, within four of the five boroughs. Manhattan is excluded. 
So those vacant stores you see in Manhattan, this will not help that because uh, Manhattan is excluded as part of the deal. Also part of the deal, uh, Simon Properties agreed that for the next 10 years, they will not include 60-mile radius restrictions within their uh, contracts. And they also agreed to pay the state about a million dollars to settle this. Now, what, what do you see RealTail going from here after all of this revisions are said and done and, and agreed to and, and, you know, finalized? Well, I think the first thing you're going to see is that there is already plans for an outlet center on Staten Island. Uh, this really clears the way for that. It'll make it easier for it uh, to attract stores that uh, they might not have otherwise been able to attract. So uh, in that regard, I think that's going to be the first tangible evidence that you'll see um, on Staten Island, and I'm sure you're going to start hearing about potential ones opening up in Brooklyn and uh, the Bronx, potentially, and, 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 and Queens. Um, certainly, uh, according to the Attorney General, what you're seeing nationally are more of these outlet centers, which traditionally have been in kind of remote areas, but uh, more of these are now opening in more urban areas in Los Angeles and Chicago. And this will create competition that will not only help the retailers who weren't able to come to New York City, but, uh, you know, Schneiderman, the attorney general, says it will also help consumers in the way of lower prices because of competition. And uh, what's the city's role in all of this? You said it's Staten Island. So what, what can Manhattan, what can this mayor do to bring back businesses and uh, will this ruling help the city, you know, government do better in bringing businesses back? Well, I mean, certainly these are projects now that would come before the city, potentially more outlet centers, more shopping. Like I said, Manhattan is excluded, so that's a different can of worms. Um, Manhattan is not part of this deal, so uh, the, those restrictions, that 60-mile radius restriction still does apply to Manhattan. But uh, the other four boroughs could see... Uh, some outlet competition. All right, Ken, and any other Albany stuff that we should be knowing about? I mean, obviously, you know the governor last week with the renaming of all these streets, but what else is going on in Albany that the media is not talking about? Well, I mean, the big fight now between the governor and the mayor, which is, seems to be an ongoing battle, uh, the two of them, but uh, the uh, latest flare-up is over the MTA and how to come up with a funding stream, a, a long-term funding stream, and on Monday, the mayor said basically that the governor's uh, suggestion that a congestion pricing, you know, charging different tolls for different hours to come into Manhattan, uh, he called, he said it's not a good idea. He opposes it. Conceptually, the mayor, the governor hasn't proposed the specific. He says that, uh, but the mayor says he uh, opposes it conceptually and that he'd rather see a, a millionaire's tax to help uh, raise money for the MTA. So after a day after saying that, the governor on Tuesday, today, was up in uh, Rochester and was asked about congestion pricing, and he started hammering on the uh, mayor's millionaire's tax, saying it's not politically viable, it's dead on arrival here. And he took a few veiled shots at the mayor. He said uh, that any uh, informed expert would know that congestion pricing is the way to go. And then he twisted the knife a little more when he said that uh, – he called uh, former mayor Mike Bloomberg, who had pushed for congestion pricing, a visionary on the issue. 
So th- this summer of hell between the two of them could end up becoming a fall of hell as well. Is that what you're saying? That this yeah, this I do not will be see bo- those two uh, burying the hatchet anytime soon. I mean, I think what you'll see is they have tried to tamp it down in recent weeks, and then you'll see flare-ups like the last couple of days when they don't agree on something, and they can't help themselves, especially the governor's team, and they'll just start sniping at each other. And it's so funny, Donald Trump's the only thing that seems to bring them together at the moment. Donald Trump is. Now, uh, whether it brings them together, I'm not so certain, but it's uh, certainly they're on the same page, where they're not attacking each other, but they are trying to outdo each other in a lot of ways. Um, and look, you know, the mayor's cruising for re-election in all likelihood, uh, and then uh, it's the governor's turn next year, and it's going to be interesting to see how the mayor handles that, whether he goes after the governor, because, you know, the mayor's going to be term-limited after, uh, if, if and when he wins re-election in November, uh, he's going to be term-limited. So this is his last term no matter what. So will uh, will he feel compelled then to go after the governor and give him the kind of grief that the governor has been giving him? Well, Ken, would love to have you back on uh, Keeping It Real with Alexander Garrett. Ken Lovett of the Daily News up in Albany giving us the latest. Thank you so much.